Why, it better get those feet tapping, fingers snapping, all hands clapping. Buckle up, gobble some popcorn. It's the Mickle Pot and Pickle with Mickle. And here we go. Welcome to the show today. It is Super Monday, a day to reflect from the Super Weekend and look ahead to the week. A day when you have time to listen, it is one of those days. An understood day off like those unwritten rules in baseball. Monday after the Super Bowl, the first two days of March Madness. It is National Football Hangover Day. I can't make that up. It's straight from the trusty National Day calendar. Might as well include golf weekend bender to it. Oh yeah, you know we are stopping by the Wasted Management Phoenix Open. So get those earbuds in as you clean out your computer. And if you want some plum pudding, have at it. 49ers fans must be plum out of their minds today. After another, we got this and there it went. Super Bowl. Deja vu all over again. They might all want to have a collective scream. And in 1994, on this day, February 12th, thieves broke in to the National Gallery in Oslo and stole the famous painting, also made famous in Home Alone by Kevin McAllister. I have talked on this show about the therapeutic primal scream. So if you need one of those, go ahead. We know we all scream for ice cream, and of course, despite my best efforts yesterday ahead of the game, I could not avoid the tractor beam of the Girl Scout cookie booth as I left Fry's, which led me to have to go back into Fry's buying additional ice cream just to pair with the cookies. Tagalongs, Thin Mints, Samoas, oh my. Tag along with me today as I try to explain in a way you will understand what exactly happened last night in Vegas. I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about the pregame. I'm talking about halftime. I have plenty to get to on the game and the after effects, the look ahead, speculation, all the fun stuff. There were commercials. Yep. Not sure where to go there. The movie trailers? Good. There were roller skates. Not sure what they were doing there. There was also a little golf tournament right here at TPC Scottsdale ahead of the Super Bowl, and there was some pretty good golf being played. Seriously, after the fifth leg of the Portageon races on Saturday, if you looked at the course, these guys were making shots, birdies, going low. Has golf's biggest body reached a new low? On the court today, just a quick stop. Look ahead to the Mesa Arizona Cup, and I am down with MLP. Um, I'm just trying to figure out when will it be. You can check out all my awesome interviews. Most recently, the ladies from Mickles Pickles and the Queen of Speed herself, Valerie Thompson. Those are available on my YouTube channel. You can watch those. That's right. It's the next step in the evolution of the show. Go and video. Of course, you can listen on all major podcast apps. This week, buckle up. I will be joined from Picklehoma City by Carol Rolls of the Oklahoma City Punishers and Jenna Hessert, up-and-coming pickle pro player who has founded the Oklahoma City Premier Pickleball League. It's taking off and looking to rival our own 
Arizona Pickleball League. There is a lot of pickle action happening right here in town. And as always, I will keep you in the know about everything in the Pickleverse. Here is something you should know if you have a beard or a mustache. Go to ValhallaBeardAndBody.net. Use my promo code MICK15 and do what's right for your face. That's ValhallaBeardAndBody.net. Promo code MICK15. Ah, yes, when you hear that sound, you know we are going out on the course. I think it is more fitting now than ever to have the general as my golf sounder. After all, stock car racing was born from bootlegging, right? Got to get the booze from here to there. Good old-fashioned bootlegging. And, you know, Bo and Luke used to carry on Uncle Jesse Shine in the back of the general. If you wanted to keep the party going Saturday at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, you were going to have to bootleg in your booze. As officials halted the people and the alcohol, at least sources say, limited the alcohol at golf's famous biggest party out here in the desert. The Phoenix Open, as we call it, does a lot of good for the Valley. Do not get me wrong. The Thunderbirds do a lot for the community year-round, not just when it's tournament time, and they continue to put on one of the tour's best events. They can't control the people. Year after year, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, the Wasted Management Phoenix Opens, golf's biggest patty does not disappoint, especially if you pay attention to some of the golf. I mean, golf is a big bridge for us over the sludge of the sports year. And the action at TPC Scottsdale did not disappoint. I mean, Charlie Hoffman, who has represented Waste management, it now seems forever. He's right back in the thick of it, firing back-to-back 64s over the weekend to force a playoff with Nick Taylor, who shot a 60 on the opening day and a 65 of his own to keep pace with Hoffman Sunday, both able to stay ahead of Scotty, who just didn't know if he could three-peat at Phoenix, and he's looking good. It would take two trips. Down 18 in a playoff to decide the champion. Congratulations, Nick Taylor. Could you hear, oh, Canada? I mean, half the country comes down here for the winner. The weather was winter-like. And like I've told many people, you got to bring layers. You got to layer up. And if you're coming out to Mesa, you're going to need them for the PPA event. Now, (laughs) golf's biggest party, again, you can't restate it. They touted the weather, turned it even into more of an event one of those like you had to be there hey were you at the open in you know 24 when the weather and saturday is always the day and people turned out and people were turned away alcohol sales as mentioned limited come on look even the players are beginning to take note of fans behavior which has gotten a little over the top pros like zach johnson billy horschel i mean even tor golden boy Jordan Spieth was put off as somebody was heckling him in his backswing. I mean, he stuck the shot, but like Shooter McGavin said, come on, this is golf. Look, people storm the gates out here at close to 4 a.m. Some still alive from the night before. Trust me, they do. Waiting to get in. They got a jockey for position around the course, get to their purchased perch 
at the 16th hole. And I'm sure you've heard the story of a woman falling from 16 on Friday. Sources say it was unclear if she had been drinking. Someone fell? No shit. People fall around you all the time just walking between the holes. Now, I haven't been there in 20 years. I'm sure even more people are falling or yelling. You're gonna make new friends. The greatest show on grass, just watch where you're stepping, avoid the vomit, and all sorts of other stuff waiting for you to walk over. It is an experience. And once the golf stops, the party keeps going. My advice, just a suggestion. If you are going, and you should go if you're out here and you can attend, go on Wednesday, go Thursday, go Friday, go Sunday ahead of the Super Bowl. Saturday at the Wasted Management Phoenix Open, you might think it was the 4th of July. Now the 54 Tour was over in Vegas and Dustin Johnson, he won. It's his third win in each of the tour's three seasons. I mean, the 54 Tour is now on the Sea Doves. You can watch it on TV. Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, we know defected. We know Kepka's there. The Shambles is over there. Look, the players on the 54 Tour are still some of the best in the world, major winners. And I don't think the tour wars are even close to being finished. Look, we haven't heard Piper Pym out of one Rora McElroy for a little while in regards to the 54 tour. In fact, he's kind of acquiesced where Scotty didn't know if he was going to three-peat at Phoenix and it end up he didn't. He doesn't think. He knows. 54 tour players who want to come back to the PGA should be disciplined. You know, they should have some sort of a suspension. And as the Masters creeps closer, that's right, we creep to the court right after this. The Mickle Pod and Pickle with Mickle is all new, twice a week, all major podcast apps. Earbuds in, podcorn ready. It's back to the show. The dinking, smashing, third shot dropping, got pickleball fever, and it's not stopping this pickle and nicker. Pickle and nicker. Pickle and nickel, alright. If you haven't figured it out yet, pickleball is a great way to get out and have fun with your friends, with your family, be competitive, even with coworkers. It is the fastest growing sport, and we are treated to our second big event right here in the Valley as the PPA returns to Mesa next week, February 20th through 25th out at Legacy Park. People, get your tickets now and go check out some pickle. You'll have a good time. Trust me. I had seen somewhere, I know I did, that there was going to be MLP like last year. Um, I still believe it to be true. I just cannot confirm on the MLP website, nor have I confirmed through any MLP players. It, it, uh, it's, it's a little mind-bottling to me. They got me trapped right in that mind bottle. Now, Saturday, I will be playing in a little tournament at Gilbert Regional Park. This is a little thing from Center Court Pickleball. Fortunately, I'm able to have some friends come with me. We're going to play in it. Where are you playing? Where are you playing these days? Where are you playing this weekend? Are you playing down at the Pickle Mall Backyard Pickleball Pickleball Kingdom? How about the, how about the Pickleball Guild? 
just found out about this place, you can check that out. There's places out on the west side like Chicken and Pickle. Now, I mentioned just a short ding session today because I have another great interview lined up for you this week. That's right. Pickle with Mickle interview series is going to continue. This is the part of the show that for now is going to be on video. Might get the whole thing on video. You know, that's a toiler. So, And I could toil some local pros that I'm lining up, hopefully ahead of next week event. Wait a minute. Did I just toil that? I did. So keep it right here for all of your pickle news and amazing stories from pickle pros and great pickle people. And go get some Mickles pickles. Now, it's that time. It's Super Monday, day after the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58. I want to break it down. The beginning, the game, halftime, the game. And what is next? What's next in Santa Clara? What's next in Kansas City? I haven't even mentioned Taylor Swift. Damn it! Ah, it's a Super Monday, Super Bowl hot takes reactions. I'm going to react, and I will be back. You're listening to The Mickle Pod. Why wouldn't you be? Now back to the show. Danny, Danny. I need that ball. Get me the ball. You need the ball. Get me the ball. Get you the ball. Are you going to get me the ball? Let's start with the facts, the basic principles. In case you missed it, I love football, college, and pro. The finality of the Super Bowl means the end of football until next season. Thus, the second season has ended. It also means we are heading into the sludge of the sports year. Let that marinate. Our second season together ends with a familiar champion. I will say congrats, Kansas City. I will probably say it again. As I dive into the recap, let me also say congrats to the 49ers. It's not easy to get there. The game. Super Bowl 58. Still fresh. Still fresh in my mind. There were the commercials. Let me just get the aesthetics out of the way and get to the damn game. The Pickleball Baby ad, it was hyped. And in my opinion, it fell flat. Affleck, Damon, Brady, winner, winner, chicken dinner. As I said before, I see some movies ahead that look good, at least the trailers. Now Vegas, Las Vegas, no quiet place on Sunday or today or shit, any of the days leading up to the big game or after. Have you seen the Twisters in Vegas? Buckle up. I like numbers, so let me dazzle you with some in just a minute. Post Malone might not have been my choice for that song. Reba, I think, did a fine job with the anthem. So as we're getting ready for kickoff, we've had three songs, and I mean, you're just, you're ready. You're just ready for the kickoff already. I don't even know if I can get through all the reactions and thoughts going through my head still after the game. So for today, we're going to keep it close to the vest. We're going to use a notebook and, well, some memory and numbers. If you have been paying attention, I have been 
taking, tackling, putting numbers on the use of spags during the playoffs. And for the Super Bowl, I decided to also count the number of times they flash to T. Swelsey. Now, I stopped my count as soon as the game, including overtime, was over. So I'm not sure what you got. 14 and 4. Guess which one is which. The game did go into overtime. And when it mattered, touchdowns beat field goals. Mahomes gets the MVP, which easily, I believe, could go to Bucker. He set a Super Bowl record with his first field goal, dropped in three more, and drilled his extra points. Ha <laughs> ha, the miss. In a game with seven field goals. This is the field goal bowl. A missed extra point is what proves pivotal. However, two, two fumbles in the first half, both as the teams were driving. McCaffrey's fumble was a blow to the Niners. It was the opening drive. The fact that the Niners owned that first quarter and had zero points is more of the whole story in this game. The whole story can be said Chiefs D or was it Niners D? Both mattered all game. Pacheco's fumble after that bomb took the air out of the building, put all of the momentum with the Chiefs, gave it right back to San Francisco, who could then go freaking nowhere. I mean, they, they finally did score. Five passes, three runs. I mean, let that marinate too. There's a lot of stuff to marinate from this game when you look at it. More important was that Mahomes went back and got points. Points matter, folks, during the game. All this gopher on fourth down crap, we've seen that fail when it matters. And field goals, field goals, Butka kept him in this thing the whole damn time, as well as that defense. We go to halftime, right? We get to halftime now, and we receive the Usher experience, whatever the hell that was. Okay, I mean, there were roller skates. Ludacris looked like he was lost. I don't know if he even wanted to be there. Usher was taking his clothes off before he got on roller skates. He was serenading us the whole time. I don't know his whole catalog. I, I just know that is not what I was expecting at halftime. Eh, who knows what we get next year, right? So we get, we get done with that, right? Maybe you're having some snacks. You're, you're, you're reveling with the, with the friends and whoever's, wherever you are, right? We're getting ready for the second half, right? Here comes the second half half. Chiefs are going to get the ball. We got a ball game now, right? Chiefs come out. Boom! Mahomes bumbles. Pacheco's there. He gets on it. Mahomes then on third down, he throws what I call a, a pick punt, right? That's one of those throw for the flag types of plays. We saw a few of them in the game. We did not see a lot of the typical pass interference call on the throw for the flag play. At any rate, San Francisco gets the ball. Three and out. Three pass attempts, also a penalty. There were not a lot of flags in this game. That might come up again a little later. I believe the total penalty is five apiece. Now, Shanahan likes to win the third quarter. He's big about that. I mean, he was given a golden goose with that pick. Zero. Zero points in the third quarter. The Chiefs would get their only TD of regulation, another Bucker field goal, and now we're heading to the fourth quarter. 13-10 Chiefs, and remember... You must take it from the champs. San Francisco just could not. The signs were starting to show up before Moody botched the extra point. The signs were, there were signs all game. You say the run was abandoned. I say 3.5 yards per carry by the vaunted 
Niners rushing attack. It seemed they went away from McCaffrey a little bit, right? He was bursting things a little bit. That Chiefs D. They bend, they don't break, they did it all playoffs, adjustments through the year, champions, you got to take it from chance. Here's a good one, 25% on third down, that's the Niners, right? Purdy was not great, he didn't throw a pick. I mean, the Chiefs were all over him. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, beat the 49ers with his legs, okay? He was the Chiefs' leading rusher for crying out loud. He averaged seven yards a carry. And you know how Mahomes does the run. If he doesn't see it, he takes off because you know what he sees? Green grass. Again, they continued to slam Pacheco into that Niner line just to keep him honest because honestly, they were all over freaking Mahomes. Even though they only sacked him, was it three or four times? They were still there all the time. And I think that mattered too. Both defenses were getting gassed, yet they didn't quit. I mean, and then of course, Kelsey. Kelsey did Kelsey things when it looked like the Niners had it figured out, right? I mean, Kelsey did it. Kelsey did his Kelsey things. He got nine catches. The Chiefs survived the bounces. The whistles, like I said, they were about even. I mean, Niners fans are going to be bitter. They are going to demand a change. There's one thing I also know, though, that won't change. And that is the dark art of the jinx. I mean, it's harder. It is harder. It's proven harder to get that monkey off your back, to get past the ghosts of Brady past and Mahomes present. I don't want to hear about the practice field. There's plenty of places you can go to hear about that. Not knowing the 49ers, the, the, the professional football team, and Romo didn't give me enough national football leagues. There was only one of those. Not knowing the overtime rules. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I dropped a hard F on that one. I mean, I know this. When you get the ball in overtime, you go get six. It matters. You get a gift penalty on that play away from the ball. You go down the field, and you only come away with three. And then Mahomes gets it. And that drive in overtime looked a lot to me like the drive at the end of the first half, except when it mattered, Mahomes drove him down the field right to stinking pay dirt. And I'm going to have a lot more to talk about with this game. And it goes back to, is Shanahan long for Sam Fran? Mahomes has three now. That's rare air indeed. And the coach Reed, well, he said he wants some more of those nuggies. For now, back-to-back is where it's at. The Chiefs are Super Bowl champs. A great season, a great Super Bowl. Get out and work on your pickleball game. Pickleball was also at the Super Bowl. NFL experience. Pickleball and football, it works. Now, you have to get back to work. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. I'll be back Friday, and I'll see all y'all right here for more 